Welcome to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be starting a series of character studies, beginning with Adam. So the first man that ever lived, the first man that was ever created, Adam. You know, it's kind of funny. We just leave it as, as plain as, as Adam. Uh, he didn't yeah. have a last name. No. Uh, and he didn't need one. There's plenty of Adams still today. Yeah. Um, but no, he, he didn't need one. He, he was the, the first individual that was, uh, that was ever created, the first human yeah. being that uh, ever had the breath of life breathed into his lungs yeah. uh, by God. And it's, so... Uh, go, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. It's kind of like last names are, are a cultural norm for us. <laughs> yeah. But for a long time, they weren't. And so, like, you have the last name Smith. Well, that was yep. somebody, their first name, whatever it was, their last name was Smith because that was their profession. Yeah, that was their occupation. Right. Yeah. And so you have all these last names, which it's always interesting looking at the etymology of last names. Mm-hmm. Like, my last name means small car, which is a really? weird. Yeah. Huh. Carrillo means small car. So I don't I don't know what kind of profession that was. I told you was. what my last name means? No. Okay, so does it mean fish? No, Bru- shark. Uh, Bruce, no, not from Finding Nemo, but oh, okay. um, it actually is Scottish, and okay. I don't know if you've seen Braveheart, but mm-hmm. I believe I might be the rightful uh, king to the throne in Scotland. Nice, um, because uh, that's what they call their like king. You know, in Rome they called them Caesars, and that okay. wasn't their name; that was their title. But well, the title, Bruce. the title of the king in Scotland is the Bruce, uh, Bruce. and so I'm Dylan the Bruce, um, as okay. in the king of okay. Scotland. You know, right. um, but. But yeah, last names are are interesting. But no, yeah. it's it's just Adam. It's yep. just simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam and and we read later that that Eve comes along. She was created yeah. as she was. Uh, God put Adam to sleep and and pulled one of his ribs out and, and created woman from uh, that rib that Adam had um, and breathed the breath of life into them both. Yeah, that's one of the things that I find so interesting is that the. That's what makes us different than the the rest of the world. That's yeah. what makes mankind separate from the animal kingdom. That's what makes us different from from chimpanzees and, and apes and, and from birds and fish alive. That, that's yeah. what sets us apart is is that one little part that that God breathed the the breath of life into our nostrils. Yeah. That, that He gave us. Um, that, that, that's what we read when he created us in our in in his image. Yeah. That's what's happening there. Well, and, and I think the 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 primary difference there is he gave us a soul. He gave us a spirit. Yeah. And so when we when we look at throughout the the New Testament, I don't and I don't have the scripture references right now, but uh, we we know that we're baptized, we become Christians. The Holy Spirit dwells within us, mm-hmm. but we also have our own spirit. Right? Yeah. We have our own, our own spirit. Well, uh, obviously we're alive, we're living, we're walking, right? So too are the two cats that I have at my house. They're yeah. not very bright. They're alive. <laughs> yeah. They walk, sometimes a little weird, but they walk, yeah. right? But they don't have a spirit within yeah. them. They don't have a soul within them. And so that, him breathing the breath of life is, is really him breathing into us a, a soul and a yeah. spirit. And that's, that's a really powerful thing. Uh, when, when you sit down and think about it, because you're right, we are the only, the only part of God's creation 
that has a soul. Mm-hmm. No, no animal has a soul. It is only humans. Yeah. Um, and we are the only ones that are made in his image. Yeah. Um, now which, while God called all creation good when he created it, um, yeah. you know, he created, uh, he saw light and it was good on day one, continued on all the way, uh, day six, he created man. That was the only thing. That was not good. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else in all creation, uh, whether it's the, the plants, the trees, the animals, the seas, uh, the, the sun, moon, and stars, all, it's all good when yeah. it's created. And then he created man. It wasn't good. So then he created a woman and it was good. Yes. Um, but I find it interesting how how mankind is separated from the rest of creation by those two primary things that, that God breathed the breath of life into yeah. man and that man by himself is not good, but mankind together then is good yeah. with the rest of creation. Yeah. And so that, that comes from Genesis chapter two, verse seven, him breathing the breath of life. Mm-hmm. And then verse 18 says, the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. Yep. Uh, I will make him a helper fit for him. Yeah. Um, and so th- those two things do separate yeah. uh, mankind, us, from all of creation. One of the other things I find really interesting about this text, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of where you're going. No, you're good. Um, is Adam and Eve at their inception, their creation, the genesis of humankind, mm-hmm. they are equal. Yeah. There is no, there is no difference between – it is they are both walking in the garden. Yep. They are both there. Uh, with with God, uh, they they both are naive in the sense that they don't understand good and evil or yep. uh, any of that. They they are both with God. Um, and today, when we read through and we see you know church leadership, for instance, well, why do, is why is it only men that are allowed to be elders? Well, because that is what God has said. Yeah. After this, yeah. after the first sin, uh, after the fall. So well, and, and not only that, um, but I would also add that. Um, that part of what is referenced in the New Testament when it comes to um, male and female leadership is that Adam was created first and yes. then Eve. And yeah. so, um, wow, yes, absolutely, they're equal in the garden. Um, that's part of what is referenced is all the way back to creation, is yeah. that God created man and then he created woman. Yeah. Um, I find it interesting when we talk about uh about women's roles in the church um, and male versus female uh, leadership among the church, that a lot of times a cultural argument is brought up um, in proponent of um, women being able to to be elders or to to uh, to be preachers to to teach um, in a Bible class or in, in a worship assembly. Um, but that those cultural arguments, I, I get it; those, those yeah. do change. Yep. But the thing that doesn't change, the thing that never will change, is creation. Yep. And I think that's honestly why um, Paul ties the um, men's and women's roles all the way back to creation. Yep. Is because he knows that doesn't change. Yep. And so we have to to understand what happens here in, in the first couple chapters of Genesis. Yep. Not only the fall of man with Eve sinning first, and then she gave it to Adam, but then also with Adam was created and then Eve was created. Yes. So let's kind of talk about Adam then. Um, and, and as we do so, I mean, we'll obviously, we'll, we'll talk about Eve as well. Yeah. Um, but Adam is the one who receives the instruction from God. And so I, I think that is, that's really important for us to understand that God has told man, he has told Adam specifically that he is not to eat. Mm-hmm of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Um, and so he, he tells Adam this. And 
Then we had verse uh, verse 16 is where this is. It says, The Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Yeah, and this command was given before Eve is even created. So um, this command is given before Eve, yeah. right? Which which is it's interesting to consider. Did God tell Eve individually? Or was it Adam's responsibility? Or was to pass it Adam's it responsibility to pass it on? Right. Either way, Eve knew. Either way, when the, Eve the serpent knew. came to tempt her. Correct. She knew that she was like, I'm not supposed to do this. Correct. Um, she knew. Yeah. So the question that that I have is, well, like, did God tell Eve or did Adam tell Eve? Yeah. And you know, oftentimes when we hear something from the one in charge, it holds more weight. It holds more gravity, right? Yeah. When we hear it from somebody who is just a messenger, yeah. right? There's that phrase: "Don't shoot the messenger." Yeah. For a reason, like, I'm if, just bringing them. <laughs> if your boss tells you a directive, then that's going to hold more weight than if your boss tells your coworker to tell you a directive. Correct. Or if a parent tells you to a directive, that's going to hold more weight than if a parent tells a sibling to tell you a directive. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It just it holds more weight. It's more. Yeah. Uh, it's more powerful. So the question is, well, how did Eve find out? And and the ultimate answer is, it doesn't matter how Eve found out. Eve knew. Yeah. Eve knew what was right to do in that sense. She still did wrong. But yeah. what I go back to is is the responsibility of Adam. Right. So we have the first man that's ever created. He's walking in the garden, the Garden of Eden, with God. Now how that's happening, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if this is a um uh, I don't know if the right word is pre-incarnate, but a G- Jesus Christ in the garden, or if this is God the Father, I don't know, but it says God, God is walking with them. Yeah. Well, and, and that phrase is also used um, for other individuals. Um, I think of Enoch. Mm-hmm. Um, it says that he walked with God. He yeah. didn't even taste death. He was taken up into heaven. Yeah. Um, it, it's almost as if a, a, a describing a very, very close relationship, not a, yeah. a physical, he walked with him every day, but it's a close relationship. Another phrase that is used is that um, Moses spoke with God face to face. I think that's somewhere around like numbers 15 or 16 or something. Um, I may be wrong on that. Um, but uh, it's yeah. it's talking about how, you know, God spoke to other prophets through through visions or uh, or uh, in their dreams or, or or even sending an angel to other prophets. But to Moses, yeah. he highly valued his servant Moses that it says he it, the phrase is he spoke with him face to face. Well, we know Moses never literally sat face to face with God. Even when he was up receiving the Ten Commandments, God said, no, I'm going to cover you in the cleft of the rock and I'm going to pass over. You can see my back, but you can't see my face because you're going to die. And that's not a contradiction. At one point, oh, Moses can only see God's back. And at another time, he talks with him face to face. It's simply a... um, a, uh, what am I thinking of? Like, uh, just metaphor. Uh, yeah, kind of like a metaphor yeah. that, uh, that Moses talked with him face to face or that, that Adam, that Eve, that Enoch, they walked with God. It, yeah. Um, it's, the only, the only difference between those and this though is it says that the Lord God walking in the garden. So it's not even yeah. a reference to them walking with. It's just verse eight of chapter three says they heard the sound of the Lord God walking yeah. in the garden. In the cool and, and it's also, um, Pre-fall in yes. a perfect world. Correct. Um, and so, there's, yeah, th- there are some there's differences. There's a lot with, of differences yeah. that – it and, and it's one of those things that we're – until we get to heaven and we can ask God, like we're not going to know yeah. for sure the answer. And and this this comes back to um, really a question. I was, I was at a preacher's lunch on Tuesday uh, talking about the birth of Jesus, right, mm-hmm. and how there's a, a slight difference in the genealogy of Jesus. Well, how do we – 
how do we rectify that? Between well, Matthew and Luke. Between Matthew yeah. and yes. So how do we rectify it? Well, there's there's a couple of different options and answers that can be given, but ultimately yeah. it comes down, do you believe that God's word is infallible? Yeah. Or do you not? Because if God's word is infallible, then what is written in here yeah. is true. How we understand that, how we come to reconcile that it, it is really irrelevant because it's it's true. Yeah. And that's what I believe. I believe God's word is yeah. is truth, um, plain and simple. And so we have Adam who who hears the command, he's in the garden. Now he has his wife Eve. And and they are they are walking along in the garden. And then we get to chapter three, and I, I think we ought to read it. Um, at least in in part. Yeah. Uh, so chapter three, verse one says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And so we see here, one, he doesn't go to Adam. Mm-hmm. He goes to the woman. He goes to Eve. And not only does he go to the woman, but he doesn't he doesn't do anything other than question what God has said. Yeah. And I also find it interesting. How did he get Eve alone? It's not like Adam's at work. I don't, <laughs> it's not I like, don't think he I don't think Eve was alone. So reading through the text, okay. I think Adam was there, which goes on to to one of my And uh, and he addressed Eve specifically. He addressed Eve specifically. Okay. So so we'll see. Well let's And see that's and, helpful because it's always good to put a put a try yeah. to put a picture to yes. the words to a picture. Yeah. So verse two it says, And the woman said to the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. So she knows exactly what she is not to do. But the serpent, verse 4, the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Again, questioning what God has said. Mm-hmm. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when this woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her. Oh, yeah. See. And he ate. Th- that's why, no matter how many times you read through scripture, yeah. there's always something new that you find. Yes. So Adam is here the whole time. Yeah. Sitting there listening to the whole conversation. Yes. Exactly. And and so I think a part of God giving him this command at, at the very end is that you will be over your wife is more of a reminder of what he failed to do in the garden as well. Mm. He was there to provide and to protect and to take care of Eve, and he did not. Yeah. And so the rest of his days and the rest of our days as well, all of our days are supposed to be spent protecting and providing for the people in our family, for our wives, for our future children, for all of that. And it's a reminder that there was a time in history where we did not. Where yeah. Adam did not. Did not do his job. He didn't do his job. Yeah. It's a very simple job, right? Yeah. I mean, all he had to do was say, hey, no, we're not supposed I, to yeah, eat. I don't, like, that's, I don't think that, like, I think that's breaking our rule. <laughs> God said, we had one job. <laughs> the rule. Yeah. We had one job and God said, don't eat of this tree. Yeah. And so I, I place, I place a lot of blame on Adam because he was there. And he was the one, we know for a fact, he was given the, the command by God. Yeah. And he chose not to do anything. Yep. And that's kind of the sin of omission, right? Like he yep. chose not. And then not only that, but then he ate of the fruit. Yeah. And so he was beguiled by yeah. the serpent's words too. Um, so anyway, there's, there's, there's quite a bit there, but that's, that's kind of how I see this opening part regarding Adam's responsibility is he had a responsibility to not eat of the fruit, to, yeah. uh, to not allow Eve to eat of the fruit. Yeah. 
and he failed in those. Yeah. And, and it really comes down to the fact that um, they removed themselves from, from God and his words. Yes. Right? They, they were no longer focused on walking with God. They were yeah. no longer focused on the words of the Lord. Instead, they're now focused on the words of the serpent. They're yes. focused on um, this thing that looks good right in front of yeah. me. Um, and that distraction, that that even just a momentary lapse of, of focus is yeah. what caused this sin. Yeah. Um, and that happens for us today too. Yeah. We, we we talk all the time about we need to be walking with God. We need to be um, be dwelling in the words of God. Yeah. But then all the time we just we don't let other words get in. We let <laughs> yeah. uh, other things, other temptations, be the thing that walks beside us rather yeah. than God. Yeah. Um, and I think we we see all the way from the beginning is that's the struggle of, of man. Yeah. That's well. You had a you had a story that kind of went along with this, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Going all the way back to the the beginning of creation, you know, when God wanted to create plants, yeah, um, and then this is how the story goes. But um, but when God wanted to create uh, plants, any kind of vegetation, yeah, He spoke to the ground. And um, I actually I want to read this so y'all can see what I'm talking about. Um, verse 11. Okay, in verse eleven, it says, "And God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit, in which there is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth." And it was so. So yeah. when God wants to create vegetation, plants, He speaks to the earth. The earth. Yeah. yeah. When God wants to create fish or or creatures of the sea, yeah. He speaks to the sea. And it's in verse twenty, and it says, "And God said, Let the water swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across this expanse of the heavens." So God created the sea creatures and every every living creature that moves, with which the water swarm according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. When God wanted to create the the fish, the sea creatures, yeah. He said, "Let the waters." He speaks to the waters, to the sea. When God wanted to create man, yeah. who did he speak to? It's in verse 29. It said, then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Verse 26. Did, is that not what it said? You said 29. That's oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I think I might be dyslexic. I get that from my dad, <laughs> but I've never been tested. Uh, verse 26. Yeah. Um, then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Yeah. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So when God wants to speak or when God wants to create man, he speaks to himself. So when he wants to create plants, it's to the earth, fish, to the sea, man, to himself. What happens when you take plants out of the earth, out of their soil? They die. They die. What happens when you take fish out of the sea? They, they become food. They, they become food, okay? <laughs> they, die. they die. I love that you didn't say that with plants. Yeah. <laughs> well, I That's mean, my food's food. Yes. Right? right. Um, what happens when you take man out of God? It dies. He dies. Yeah. That's what Adam and Eve did to themselves. Yeah. That's what we still do to ourselves today. That's why we're in the need of a Savior. That's why we're in, in need of, of, of Christ to yeah. bear our sins for us because we have removed ourselves from God. We, we've taken ourselves out of God. And when you take something out of what it was intended to be in, yeah. all the way back to creation, it dies. Yeah. And that's what happened with Adam and Eve is, is they died. Not immediately, not that they didn't just fall over dead in an instant when they bit that apple. Correct. But all parts of them and the world died yeah. when they ate that apple. 
And I, I just, I, I love that example because yeah. it reminds us that if we want life, we have to, and it's not a, a question, we have to be in God. Yeah, we, you know, the wages of sin is death, right? Romans um, mm-hmm. 6.23, for all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. Well, if that's the case, and there's only one answer for the forgiveness of sins, right? Yeah. Acts 2.38. Well, then it is only in Christ, it is only with God that we can actually be alive. Yeah. That's it. It's only in Christ. There is no other option. Otherwise, we're literally the walking dead. And I know that's a TV show and whatever is about zombies. But we're, I mean, that's what we are. That's what we are. We are the walking dead if we are not found in Christ. And and I I love the, the, even the phrasing of being found in Christ because when God said, when he created man, let us make man in our image. That's God, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit at once that man was created in. And still today, being in Christ is not different than being in God the Father uh, yeah. at, at, at creation yeah. because they are one. They are and, one. Uh, you're talking about that with the teens right yes. now on, on Wednesday nights. Yeah, we're talking about next week. We're going to be talking about the uh, the differences of the the gift of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit and the cool. indwelling of the Spirit. will come at the last class. And I love that. All of that. So I mean, it's it's really cool. Um, but but yeah, I mean, God the Father, the Son. And the spirit, they are all one. Yeah. They have, uh, you might say distinct personalities, mm-hmm. uh, but, but they certainly are, are, they're all God. They're all yeah. omnipotent. They're all omniscient. They're all omnipresent. They're all there. Yeah. And you can look through the scriptures and you see that. Um, and, and so for us to have the understanding that today I need to be in Christ yes. is the same thing as Adam walking with God it's in the exact same. Yeah. yeah. It's the exact same. We have to walk with Christ. In fact, uh, yeah. the, the, the Christians at one point, they're they're before they were known as Christians, they were known as the way. Yeah. And you walked in the, the way. way. You yeah. know, and walking being the, the the operative verb there. Yeah. So anyway, we have all of this. And we have Adam, right? And so Adam was the first man that was created. He was in the presence of God. He walked with God. He he did all of these things. He could eat of any fruit of of, of the garden. Now there were no there was no meat available this time, mm-hmm. right? So he had fruit. He had uh, vegetation. Is, is what he was able to eat. Um, but then we see in verse twenty of chapter three, the man called his wife's name Eve. So that's where we get her name. Other before that, she's just called the woman. Uh, but then because she was the mother of all living, and the Lord God made for Adam. And for his wife, garments of skins and clothed them. Yeah, that's part of the death. It's part of the death. They had to experience what their sin did. And it caused likely one of their friends. I mean, because you think of the garden. The snake was able to walk. The snake was able to talk. Well, it's highly likely then that the other animals were able to talk or to do these things. We Hmm. don't know for certain, right? It's it's. When everything is is uh, is perfect at this point, right? Yep. We see it's after the flood that the animals even have a fear of people. Yeah. So we don't know what the relationship was between people and animals at this point, but it's yeah. highly likely that it was very close. Yeah. And so Adam and Eve now have to wear the skins of potentially a, 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 a what we would consider maybe even a family member, hmm. right? They've got to wear that as a reminder of what they've done. Hmm. They killed. And them. and then it followed up with that as further punishment for this in, yeah. in verse 22. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us in knowing good and evil, knowing the difference of good and evil, yep. uh, right versus wrong. Yep. Now, lest he reach out his hand and 
take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. He drove man, he drove out the man and at the east of the garden of Eden, he placed the cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every, that, that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Yeah. So can't go the, back. Yeah. Can't, can't go back to the perfect life that you had before. You, yep. you can't return to that. And again, today to make a parallel back to us is when we sin, when we fall, yep. you can't go back to that. No. Now Christ is offered to, we can be redeemed. Yeah. We can be redeemed. We can be justified, yeah, but we can't turn back time. Exactly. And, and yeah. I think that that is a really, um, necessary distinction, right? Yeah. Because there, there is a point in our lives, there's a point in everybody's lives where we were sinless because we knew not sin. Yeah. Well, once we hit that age of accountability, and I, some people say it's 14, some say it's 12. I, my opinion is it's whenever the child knows it's, what they've done I is wrong. I think it's different for every right? person. And that's yeah. the thing, right? Is it's whenever <laughs> they know that what they've done is wrong. Yeah. And not just like, oh, my parents told me it's wrong, right? Yeah. But they understand it's wrong because yeah. God. They understand wrong. right versus wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Um, then, then it is, then it is sin, right? That's yeah. James. For him who knows what is right to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Yep. And so there comes a point in our lives when everybody, everybody hits that point and they sin. Well, they can, no, they can never go back to a life of having been sinless. Yep. They can go forward into a life of being forgiven of sin. Yep. But they can never be sinless yeah. again. But at the same time, that's what's so beautiful about being justified in Christ. Yes. Because you're made just as if I'd never sinned. Correct. <laughs> that, and, that cute little way to remember yes. what justified and means. It, and it, 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 we are made clean. We are yeah. washed and we are made whole. And, and, and in the eyes of God, we are sinless. Yeah. But our sins stay with us as people, and yeah. we remember our sins. We remember the things we've done, and that's and I think that's part of the punishment. You know, the sins that I've committed in my past. I, I would say part of the consequence. Conse- consequence, yeah. yes. Um, it, it's it's kind of interesting, but I like to um, to distinguish between uh, the punishment. Christ took the punishment for yes, our sin. He did, but the consequences of a lot of our yeah. sins stick with us. Consequence is a better word, but but the consequence of some of our sins stays with us, right? If you yeah. have. Uh, Premarital sex. Yeah. And you have a child. Well, the consequence of that might be to have to raise your child, yeah. right? Um, or is to raise your child, right? If you, if yeah. you end up getting pregnant. Yeah. Um, so, so there's, there's consequences that stay with us throughout our lives. Even if we have been forgiven, even if we have repented, even if all those things are true, the consequences stay with us. Yep. Um, so, so anyway, I, I think there's a lot that goes with that. And, and we see that Cain, his consequence, Stays with them. I mean, he's got to go out yeah. into the world now. He's got to till the ground. He's got to do all these things. And then he has two children, Cain and Abel. Yeah. And I don't know how much we want to say about his parenting abilities or his parenting <laughs> abilities, but one of the brothers kills another. Right? I mean, yeah. well, we're one not, of the, we're one not of the brothers understood what it meant to uh, to be faithful to God and to yep. give God what was his best. Yes. Um, and so. Um, you know, as far as that goes, you know, yeah. that was they good, did a, they good did a good raising. job there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then um, Cain, Cain was not fully aware, or it, it, maybe even he wasn't aware. He chose not to, mm-hmm. and so then that goes with our agency, right? We yeah. know right from wrong. We yeah. know good and evil, and and it yeah. is up to us to choose. And so I think Adam is such an interesting 
character study. He absolutely is. And, and the last thing I, I really wanted to mention about him was um, the fact that he lived 930 years. Yeah. Think about that. And and obviously, you kind of go through the genealogy there in chapter 5 about how long each individual lived, Methuselah being the longest one at 969 years old. Um, but, like, think about 930 years. Like, for most of us, you hit 20 years, and it's kind of like, oh, I'm pretty much, like, a quarter or maybe almost a quarter of the way through my life. Um, at, you say at, at 25? At, well, I was just saying even simply at 20 years old. Oh, 20, yeah. Um, but for Adam, that's like at 120 years old <laughs> or yeah. or not even. that Maybe even like um, closer to, to 200. Um, but it, I just find it so interesting that it's like think about the time that was spent because it wasn't like the majority of those years were lived in the garden in, in perfection. And then, Oh, towards the end. Yeah. He messed up. And that's when he, he died. No, he didn't even give birth or he, <laughs> Eve gave birth, but they didn't give birth until to Seth until he was, um, 130 years old. So he lived 800 more years after having his third son, Seth. Yeah. Just think about the, the length of time that may be, you know, sometimes, I guess the reason it's on my mind is because sometimes I'll I'll be sitting here as just 24 years old and I'm like, man, I hope the Lord comes quickly. Like, like I've just had enough of this earth. I'm ready to to be at home with the Father. Like, I can't wait for that just eternal rest. Yeah. And yet Adam lived another 800 years after he gave birth to his third son. So Adam was alive when Methuselah. Be, like, yeah, there was when Methuselah there. was a couple hundred years old. Yeah, Adam was uh, alive when Enoch was yeah. alive. Adam was alive when Lamech was alive. Adam was almost alive when Noah came. Yeah. So when you think about the Lamech so, being the the father of Noah. Yes. Yeah. And so Noah was uh, one thousand fifty six. Uh, when when you look at the timeline, right around that time, right yep. one thousand fifty six BC, uh, Adam was nine thirty. Yeah, that's right. when he died. That's when he died. 930 so, years old. So that's, I mean, for us, that's a lot. That's 120 years, right? But yeah. in, in the grand scheme of things, when Adam lived 930 years, I mean, what's another what's another 120 years, right? Like he was almost, he was almost around by the time that Noah yeah. was born. Yeah. Which is insane when you really think about it. And the amount of people that, that must have. So, so anyway. Sometimes I just think, you know, Enoch being the other one that, that quote, walked with God, yeah. didn't even taste death, was taken up into heaven. Sometimes I think, like, I wonder if there was any discussions of, like, Adam saying, Adam telling his descendants of what it used to be like to oh. to be with God. and I would so, imagine so. And some of them, it really hits home. Being like like Enoch, it really hit home with him, and he said, yeah. "I want that. I yeah. I'm striving for that. I'm going to pursue that." Yeah. Um, and then there's others that obviously everybody else, when in the days of Noah came, literally nobody else was faithful to God. Yeah, they, so they didn't care. Yeah, so I I I would be surprised if he didn't share his experience. Oh yeah, in the garden. I mean, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Um. So, but anyway, we have. We have many more characters that we're going to talk about. I think we're going to go yeah. over another five. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll spit, so, we'll do three old, three new. Yeah, um, and, and walk through just some character studies that yeah. way. So anyway, that's that's what I've got for for Adam. 
Um, is there anything else that you've got? No, that's about all. But um, we just want to thank everyone for uh, joining us. As we're excited to begin a, a new season. This is season four, right? This is um, season we're, four. We're excited that uh, we're getting kicked off with, with season four. I'm sorry I wasn't able to join last week. As, that's as okay. You really did the kickoff yeah, uh, by yourself last week. It's but, all good. You, um, were, uh, you, were, you were busy. You were in yeah, a lectureship. I was gone away at FHU. But, but yeah, we are uh, excited that we are going for another season. So mm-hmm. uh, we just ask, help us out and help us continue to grow as we yep. uh as we're going through season four uh share it with your friends uh whether your friends are 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 christians or, or non-christians we we want the word of god we want conversations about the bible to be spread as much as possible and yes. so so share us find us on facebook find us on instagram find yep. us um just online google bible conversations yep. uh we appreciate y'all support so much yep. and and if you have if you have any ideas for um for, for themes or things we we've got a we've got a list compiled right now of what we plan to do but if you have some some really good topics that you want us to cover let us know we'd be happy to consider that and, and maybe make a series out of it so. yeah absolutely so until uh, next week I hope y'all uh, take care and we'll talk soon thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible conversations we want to ask if you have any questions suggestions or comments that you please email us at KCOC Bible Conversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a, an opportunity for you to help us financially through a, through a store uh, via Kim's Closet. And you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes. And we just hope that you will that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it. And that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.